I think we spend our lives doing a lot of things that we can do. Mm -hmm. Like, I could do that. I could do that. Or I'm going to, you know, like, but what are those things that we must Uh. do? We don't hit the pause button. Mm -hmm. We don't see our check engine light. And we just keep going, doing the things that we can be doing. Wow. And the thing that suffers the most is those things that we must be doing. Because the check engine light comes on, Mm -hmm. we don't take it to the shop right away. (laughs) We're like, oh, that's the only check engine light. Like, it's still driving, Mm. you know, until your car breaks down. Mm -hmm. Because you never took that moment to stop and say, let me check why my light is on. That's another bike drop moment. (laughs) We all have that room that we throw all our junk into. Mm Even in our house, we do. We have we have the like drunk drawer. You have that closet. You just like, you know, and in, in our lives and our emotions and all that, we have that room that we never want to visit. That's where all the crazy stuff has ever happened to us. Until we get to a place where we're willing to open that door and begin to deal with that stuff, that's always going to be it's always going to be there. Yeah, just in another it's just another room. Gotcha. You know, you cannot go there, mm-hmm. but it's there. So you, in, in other words, you kind of saying deal with your trash. You got to. <laughs> You have to, and it doesn't happen overnight. Welcome to the Elevate It podcast, where we interview leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging. And let me tell you, we have an amazing man of God Mm. (laughs) in the studio today. I promise you, um, this person is amazing. Um, I like to think, well, not like to think, I know he is a pastor. He is a entrepreneur. You do a little bit of design work as well. I'm hearing like on, on, on the side, on it, on it, on the side, Yeah, in the tuck. a retired <laughs> rapper or a current rapper. How do we, how do we say that? Um, a retired rapper. A retired rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a creative man. I mean, a community leader. No joke. I mean, no joke. This dude lives what he preaches in every aspect of it. I'm honored. We are honored to have here on the Elevate It podcast. Put your virtual emoji hands together and, and welcome to the podcast, Josh hey. Grants. What's good, bro? What's up? How you doing, man? You guys should get that horn. It's like, get that know, on there in the background, you know? Yeah, get, get, yeah. Like the DJ hype. I'm, I'm trying, trying to build my, my intros up on a different way, man. What's good, man? Nothing much, man. Glad to be here. Good, good. Before we get started, I want to introduce something to the Elevated Fam, right? I'm going to call this like mic drop moments, mm. right? This mm. is why. Because, even a purpose of what we do here with the Elevated Podcast, people going after their, their inner, t- inner tugging, is for them to get, like, you all to get content, get something that's going to encourage you along your journey. So maybe you're not a pastor like Josh is or entrepreneur, but you have your it, you have your thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you get that mic drop moment, that that thing that hits your, I'm going to say, sha-na-na, it hits, <laughs> it hits you, right? It hits you right there. Like, oh, that's a powerful point. That's just what I needed. I'm going to encourage you in the comment section to go ahead and put the microphone emoji on there, okay? Mm. Like, y'all can practice now. And if you're just listening to this on the Apple side, then go ahead and jump on the YouTube side so you can participate with this as well, (laughs) right? Drop that microphone emoji. And look, if it's really good to you, put the point out there as well. Hmm. Whatever's being said, put that out there. Why? Because we want to fill the comment section with words of encouragement, empowerment, things that will encourage somebody to go after their journey and so forth. So if y'all would do that with me, Continue to put that uh, emoji, the mic drop emoji there, so we can go ahead and move forward with that. Is that cool? You good with that, too? Yeah, it's a lot of pressure on me now. I, what? I mean, not pressure. Drop. I mean, mic drop moments. Nah, we'll you, see. You got them. We'll see. <laughs> if it's just one, 
We'll just call it a trial. Uh, or I'll yeah, get Lanisha right, like, right. to remove that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> on the next episode, we will have a mic drop moment. <laughs> Listen, y'all. If you haven't already, man, hit the subscribe button. Uh, this is going to be great. I promise you it is going to be great. More pressure. I am keep saying this stuff to add more pressure to the table for Josh. Uh, but no. All right. Mic drop moments. Subscribe. Like. Share. Do what you need to do pertaining to that. But, Josh, you're the real deal, man. Thank you. You are. I don't know if I am, but thank you. You don't know if you are? I appreciate the humility pertaining to that. Um, one thing, there's a lot of things I could say about you, but I think one thing that I really admire <clears throat> um, about you and honor about you is the fact that you are always learning and putting into practice uh, what you preach, hmm. right? So I have a privilege of knowing you on a personal level as well, yeah. not just what's the presented level. Yeah. And so where does that come from? Um, the desire to learn. Yeah. And more so after that, the practice, the, 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 the putting into practice, what you preach. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to give it, you a cliche answer. Like, Oh, I just want to be a lifelong learner. <laughs> um, no, I just want to continue to grow in, uh, my, my knowledge and understanding first and foremost of who the Lord is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the pastor. Y'all you're here to pass yeah. it. <laughs> um, and, what his word says, mm-hmm. and then how does that apply to my life and okay. the people that he's entrusted me to care for and shepherd and minister to? Um, and so it's always like honing your skills, right? To you know, if you want to get a, become a better basketball player, have a basketball background, right? Is how many shots you put up mm-hmm. in the gym, you know, that's going to translate into the, the game. And so I look at my study early in the morning, um, my time in the word, the books that I read is like the time in the gym. Mm. You know, people always say about Kobe, like you wasn't with him shooting them shots in the gym. Mm. And, um, and so that's the, the time in my, my time in the gym, um, to really allow the Lord to, um, fashion me to become the man that he wants me to be. Mm. Um, the husband, the dad, yeah. The pastor, you name it. Shout yeah. out Jordan and the Crane Shout family. out Jordan. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Books, you said real quick. What do you read now? Um, right now I'm I'm reading Disciplines of a Godly Man. Disciplines of a Godly Man. Yeah, I'm reading that. Who's that by? Um, that might be a recommendation that we can go ahead and put out there. I'm trying to think. Come on. I forget that. Oh, I'm sorry, I forget the author. But we'll get it. Yeah. Disciplines, we'll, yeah. Disciplines of a Godly, of a godly Man. man. Um, is there another book? Because it's not just men that watch this. Is there another book that yeah, you got? Yeah, absolutely. There? Um, there's another book right now called um, the. Uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'll drink while you. Uh, this is water. Uh, he fell in his shana. It's right going to have to come back to me. It's going to come back to me. All right. <clears throat> um, there's a book by a guy named Mike Foster. Okay. And. It's basically helping you allow, uh, helping you discover, um, like, it's about, like, what questions that you ask, right? Um, Like, what's your life question? So mine is, am I loved? Mm. Um, Yours might be, am I accepted? Yeah. Uh, And so uh, the name of it is slipping my mind, but it's been rocking me. Um, My question is, am I loved? Mm -hmm. And so how... Um, I interact with people. Yeah. How I feel like 
how I want to build relationships mm-hmm. um, in a healthy way. <clears throat> you know, I just want people to love me. <laughs> primal question. Yes. I got your primal back. question. I got Thank you. Book. You know how the I know? seven primal questions, right? Well, we were in the, 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 yeah, I mean, together, oh, yeah, 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 and you yeah. sent me the link. Yes, because we got the same question. Yeah, so I had your back. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? You. I don't know why I couldn't. <laughs> I was thinking rolling passions, and I knew it wasn't rolling passions. That's somebody else. <laughs> All right. So y'all get that primal questions? Yeah. By Mike Foster. Mike Foster. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, there's a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So that that book's been really impactful for me in the last two months, just because there's a healthy way that get that gets fleshed out in our lives. Yeah. You know, we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. But then there's an unhealthy way where you project that on other people. So like, I'm going to do this to you or I'm going to treat you this way in order for you to love me, Mm -hmm. you know, or my lack of being loved. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to love, you know, like, I don't want you to feel that. So I'm going to like go hard on making you feel like you're loved. Wow. Um, And so you kind of project that in an unhealthy way on other people. And so it's something that we all wrestle with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's really helped people unpack like what's their question. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been, that's been a good book outside of like theological and, you know, kind of biblical things that I read a lot of commentaries. I'm, you know, I'm studying through Ephesians right now. So I got stacks of commentaries on Ephesians and, you know, but I always like to kind of read outside of that sphere as well. Yeah. Just to strengthen yeah, myself. Well, a lot of people may not know if I didn't mention already is you're also a coach. Yes. So that kind of goes into your coaching side as well. Yes. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> so, and we share that same passion pertains to the area of, of, of coaching. So I think that's great too. Not only just, you know, I love the coaching aspect, right? Yeah. Because like, uh, I feel as though like a good coach is not one to just tell somebody what to do. But like you said, it's asking those questions that yep. give you that self-awareness to kind of see, you know, okay, this is where I'm at and this is what I need. This is how, and we just like walk with them, shepherd them in a sense to kind of walk with them to help them unfold and develop and see what God has called them to be. So even that life learning aspect that you're talking about, yeah. being an effective coach, an effective preacher, teacher, leader, whatever the case may be, like we do have to remain students, right? We were in a meeting yesterday together and that's what I was sharing with the group that I was helping to lead. I was like, Thank you all for continuing to be students, like no matter what your title is, right? right. Whether you are a business owner, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a cre- pastor, creative, uh, whatever the case may be, right? Like yeah. influencer, like remaining a student yeah, and continuing to learn from one another. And that's another thing that I just value, you know, about who you are. And that's why I was saying those things, because in the room, we were in a, you know, a number of rooms that we've been in together, yeah. like you you're, you're like I said, you're the real deal. Like you have the knowledge, you have the insight, you have the wisdom, you also have the humility. But I listen to you and you don't say a whole, whole lot unless, you know, and so when you're in the room, I'm in the room, especially if I'm leading, I'm like, yo, Josh, what you got to say? Like, yeah. and I think that part, because you, from my perspective, you're always actively listening and learning. Yeah. Isn't that hard for us to do though? I think, um, cause we want to give people the answer, mm-hmm. you know, we want to give the advice. And I think as a coach, like you do a really good job at that um, in bringing out um, the heart of that person and getting them to think through and answer their own questions. Mm-hmm. Cause our immediate thing is like, let me share what I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, or let me share how this has worked for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, that's a discipline mm-hmm. to have. Uh, and I think like for me, my wife is good at me, good for me and saying like, you're talking too much. Let, <laughs> let somebody else, um, <laughs> let somebody else share. Uh-huh. Um, 
but that's been really good and helpful. But in, in coaching, mm-hmm. just learning that process of allowing that person um, to really express what's on their heart, to yeah. really um, wrestle internally and and get it out, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because you want to be Mr. Fix-It. I know I do. Mm-hmm. I want to be like... Let me just give you the answer right. or let me just help you find your solution as fast as we can. And it doesn't always work like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, you have to trust the process. Um, oh, that phrase. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really I don't like to do. I don't like the phrase. I know. I know it works. I know yeah. it's true because yeah. I'm I'm result driven a lot of times. Yeah. Like so it's like if I don't see the result and that process robs me sometimes from that instant gratification yeah like you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm like yo i want that but i'm learning in this walk i'm learning with this podcast i'm learning in ministry in business like yo like you really do have to trust the process yeah coach i'll call him the coach not just the pastor if the pastor comes out it's cool you know we welcome him <laughs> yes. we welcome him as <laughs> yes. well but how do you how do you walk somebody through the area of tra- of trusting the process because somebody's here right and they're watching they're like yo or listening and they're like yo um I hear that trust the process. If they've been following us, they've heard that theme a number of ways. Yeah. But that's not necessarily easy thing. So, what would you say outside of your pastoral pray? Yeah. About it? <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the things that um, I, I maybe about a month ago I had an opportunity to teach on this, and uh, is really hitting the pause button. Like sometimes we need to hit the pause button in our lives mm-hmm. and take a life audit, mm-hmm. basically evaluating everything that's happened. And sometimes we need life audits to look at the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like I like to take like quarterly life audits Mm -hmm. and say every 90 days, can I hit the pause button? Mm -hmm. Look back at everything that I've done up until this point in the last 90 days, Mm -hmm. um, where I'm at right now, gauging that. And then what needs to happen moving forward to get to where I want to go, you know? And I think so much of our time is we're so um, busy, mm-hmm. right? And we can crowd our lives with so many things that we never give ourselves the opportunity to hit the pause button, mm. you know, to Sabbath, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, and to reengage and um, and to see, like, I think when we, in a healthy way, pause, evaluate, mm-hmm. um, we're able to move forward in a in a better way. Um, because we're putting in the work in the moment, yeah, looking back and also looking ahead. And I think our lives are too busy sometimes to do that. Let me pause you because that's a mic drop moment right there. Absolutely. I need you on the comment section, dropping those mics. <laughs> Something as simple, right? But yet profound as hitting, excuse me, not hitting, uh, uh, yeah. Play, pressing that, that pause button in life, Right. We live in a time, social media, everything else, like it's just fast, it's do this, it's do that. I just said to somebody the other day, though, I feel like at times I'm on uh, a a treadmill in life where I'm doing a lot of movement, but not necessarily going anywhere, right? And so for one, somebody may say that's still exercise and that's good. You still can be consistent, but at some point in time, I probably need to pause to reevaluate if I'm hearing you properly where I am, not just once a year, right? But even quarterly or something for some of us, it could be weekly. 
Yeah. Where we need to hit the pause button. I think of it like a car, right? If you want to go ahead and fill up once a week, but you're doing a whole lot of driving at some point in time, yeah. you might find yourself on the side of a road, right? Yeah. Burnt out, so to speak. But <laughs> I think that's the thing where we find ourselves, even as leaders and creatives, right? Like you're at the place how many times we're trying to like, I can't figure this thing out. Yep. But what do we do? More work. Just keep going. Yeah. It's like the check. You you just gave the car analogy. I was thinking of the check engine light coming on. Mm. Most of us, the check engine light comes on. Mm -hmm. We don't take it to the shop right away. (laughs) We're like, oh, that's the only check engine light. Like it's still driving, Mm. you know, until, you know, your car breaks down Mm -hmm. because you never took that moment to stop and say, let me check why my light is on, you know? And um, that's another mic drop moment. He said he wasn't going to have him. What? Check your engine light. It's your engine, bro. It's your engine. It's yeah. your engine. Yeah. Light that's going on. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking of is, um, this is not mine. This is somebody else's mic drop. But uh, one of the guys that mentors me, he always challenges me and say, there's a lot of things that we can do, right? Mm-hmm. What are those things that we must do? Oh. You, know, you talk about your it. Yeah. Like, I think we spend our lives doing a lot of things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. Or I'm going to, you know, like, but what are those things that we must uh. do, you know? Um, you know, what's our, what are those things that burden us? Like, what's our vision from burden? Mm. You know, like what's the burdens that we have and what's the vision that God has given us to Mm. see those things fleshed out? You know, but I think we don't hit the pause button. Mm -hmm. We don't see our check engine light and we just keep going, doing the things that we can be doing. Wow. And the thing that suffers the most is those things that we must be doing. Wow. Wow. And this all came from your life learning, the initial question. <laughs> See, I thought I forgot. <laughs> back to the, it back to the second part <laughs> is why apply these things. And so this is a th- before you even answer that, because I think it's easy for us as preachers and yeah. teachers, coaches, whatever, to just love knowledge. So somebody may say, yeah. well, you guys are preachers, you're teachers, you're coaches, you're entrepreneurs, you want to learn. Yeah. But there's a difference, man, where some people, we stop, and that's a gift. I'm not hating on anybody. I want to yeah. be clear in that. It's like, it's it's a gift set. But for you, you say, you know what? I could learn the knowledge and just share it. But dude, like, you apply. You do the work. You're in the community. You're in the field. You're 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 doing those things. So what, where did that come from? Or, or you know, what? what? Um, so the root of all that is this is my pastor hat. Put yeah. my pastor hat on. Good. The root of all of that is, um, you know, God's word says we're to be not just hearers of the word, but doers also. Mm-hmm. Um, or he, he, you know, talks about some of the churches that were having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Mm-hmm. Right. So that I look at that as like the lack of you can look like something, but your life isn't matching it. Wow. Right. And so. Uh, my dad growing up would always give his version of this and say, shout out Pastor Jack, shout out Pastor Jack. <laughs> you can't impart to others what you don't possess yourself. It's another, right? another one. It's another so, one, y'all. So I could put it in modern day terms. We can't give what we don't have. Oh, okay. Right. And so when you surround yourself with people, so we, we like to have our lives be pouring into others. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like, I can't give what I don't have, or I can't expect you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Wow. Right? And so um, I think that's the thing that drives me mm-hmm. to flesh it out mm-hmm. in my own life. Um, and believe me, it's work, and it's hard work. And I can, like, it's so easy to be a fraud. 
right? It's so easy to say, like to have all the right things to say, you know, to you can, we can make ourselves look good, Mm -hmm. you know, but the people closest to us are the ones that know us the most. Yeah. And we need those people that are close to us to even call us out and say, you say a lot of things, but you're, when no one else is looking, those things don't match up. Yeah. And so, um, and that takes like, you know, uh, it takes work yeah. to to be that man or be that woman. And so, um, but we need those people to, we need people around us to help us in that way. And we need to be pouring our lives into other people. So I've always mentored mm-hmm. younger guys <clears throat> in, in Coatesville. And that was the biggest uh, like accountability for me. It's like, I don't want to say something or expect something of these young men that I'm not willing to do myself or that I'm not fleshing out in my own life, mm-hmm. right? And I know they're struggling and I know that, this, you know, like, because I'm facing those same things, but I can't give what I don't have. Mm-hmm. And I can't expect it for somebody else to do something that I'm not willing to, to do, do yourself. to do myself. And so yeah. that drives me to flesh things out. Yeah. And like I said, it's hard. I remember one time I was leading a Bible study with some college age kids at Westchester and I was just talking about the importance of being in the word and the importance of prayer mm-hmm. and, you know and we got back in the car is when me and my wife first got married so you know 15 18 years ago we're celebrating 18 years in December so she was like can I ask you a question she's like when was the last time you were in the word and I was like well, dad, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was very convicting mm-hmm. for me because I can, I just did a whole hour long Bible study, yeah. you know, wow. and, wow. um, wow. but it took her to say, Josh, like your, you know, actions mm-hmm. <laughs> don't match what you're saying. Yeah. And so that was a moment, that was a moment in my life where, you know, I had to hit the pause button <laughs> yeah, yeah. and say, am I really doing this? Am I really about that life? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. I think that's, you know, that's what drives us yeah. to, to be better and to do better. Let me interrupt you because yeah. you, you got some, some great stuff that you're saying too. And again, I, I hear somebody you're watching, you're like, well, I'm not relating from that particular level. I'm not a pastor, whatever. Look, these gifts, these points, these mic drop moments, they are transferable. Like you have something, you're a hairdresser, you watch this, you thinking about that. Okay. Well, what does the life deal, need to deal with that? Right. Yeah. You know, somebody going to come to see, they see somebody else's, their hair always busted, but now they want somebody to sit in a particular seat. Like yeah. it's an area the lifestyle. Now, to each person like is a different level of accountability pertaining to that as well the barber and the preacher got two different levels of character that they have to develop pertaining to that level but your thing is your thing like make this work for where you are right like listen to what josh is saying and be like man this is how that applies to my life as a creator as an influencer as a mountain mover whatever the case may be that you are like those things are applicable but something that i know we all can identify with man is the accountability that you're talking about I, this is my personal belief, but I've watched you for years and I see that, you know, you're a magnet, like people, um, when you do things, they show up, I'll put it that way. Right. Like you're in the community, you do different things like that's, that's fine. But I think one thing that I've honored about you that I think may be a huge part of the success that God is blessing you with is you are a man committed to accountability. Yeah. Like, I mean, you share your areas. So what what are some areas of accountability that you personally have? Yeah. Because they hear a pastor, they hear a leader, whatever, whatever. But what levels of accountability? Do you have a pastor? 
I do have a pastor, um, several okay. <laughs> that um, I can call upon. Mm-hmm. And I know they're going to pick up the phone mm-hmm. every time I call them, okay. if they can. Um, uh, and then I have friends okay. um, that have walked alongside of me for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my friend Joe and Dwayne, um, that we talk every day on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're just busting it up and, you know, that's a lot of the time. Yeah. But a good percentage of the time, we're talking about real stuff, stuff that we're fighting through. Iron you know? iron. It, and um, it's hard. Like, sometimes we have hard conversations. So they're not amen men. They're not just, oh, yeah, Josh, you right. Yeah, yeah you need to go ahead and do that. they yeah. like, nah, you dead wrong. Yeah. But you also need people outside of your um, outside of your inner sphere, circle. outside of your inner circle, mm-hmm. um, that can walk alongside of you. Um, not that you're outside of my inner circle, but mm-hmm. like, you know, these guys have been friends for yeah. you know lifelong. Yeah. But I believe that God's placed even you into my life mm-hmm. to, you know, somebody I can call mm-hmm. that I know I can like share deep things with, or like questions that I'm trying to wrestle through, and you know, those kind of things. We need those types of people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of my mentors says, we need people that we can be heretics with, wow. right? Not like wild out with like, yeah. but people that we can ask the hard questions, people that we can make the mistakes with yeah. people that, um, we could struggle through things with, mm-hmm. um, and get the answers wrong and knowing that yeah. they're not going to desert us. Wow. They're going to walk alongside of I us. Love it. <clears throat> so I hear you say mentor. So that means you have mentors, you have pastors, you have uh, inner circle you have a coach i've heard you say as well whether yeah. i don't know if you're using that interchangeably whatever yeah. the case may be so you're surrounded by yeah. people that can help pour into you so when you pour out you're being poured into yeah yes that yeah. is my own mic drop moment okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean being real yeah it's hard doing ministry business anything alone you yeah. can be surrounded around people and still feel alone yeah. Me and you both have talked about those particular situations. Yeah. So you can be around, but still feel, but to know that, look, I can pick up the phone and call this person, that person. So you're watching, listening, like, I encourage you, like, like pay attention to who God has in your corner. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying, and I've, I've, I've wrestled with this. Oh, I'll see this person out there and they doing it. And I want to connect with the person that's yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. And the truth be told, they not even looking at the DMs. No. They ain't even looking at this. All yeah. like they they got a whole team of people. They they not gonna mentor you at that level. But what yeah. is God? Who do God? Who does God have in your circle right yeah. now yeah. that embodies what you need in this season to help grow? Because some of us are not growing because we're not allowing ourselves to be in an area of accountability. Like yeah. we are the loudest voice, or we're at that point in place where hurt has taken place in the area of ministry, or hurt has taken place in the area of business, or whatever the case may. Be. And so we're not open to getting that feedback or or doing what needs to be done. Yep. You know, I've, I I share it publicly. I have a therapist. You know, yep. pretending to that we have a family therapist. Like so, when we talk about that area and aspect, like we get what we need. And I'm learning, you know, in this season too, that we have to get what we need physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, yep. exercise wise, like whatever the case may be, so that we can be what we need to be. But accountability, yeah, that's something that is starting to be a cuss word. In, in, in yeah. our culture and community, yeah. man. And I think something that we're good at is um, crowded isolation. We could have a lot of people around us and there'd be no depth of relationship. Mm. No transparency, no vulnerability, yeah. no accountability. And, you know, and we, we're good at operating in isolation. 
you know, so you can have the the look of, no, I got I got mad people around me, mm-hmm. you know, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're experts at crowded isolation. Crowded isolation. This dude, I can't with you. That's great. <laughs> Another one. Another one. I love it. All right, I'm going to transition. Yes, sir. All right, because we've been going pretty deep. All right. Um, well, I'm going to ask you this question, then we're going to go somewhere else. What's your, what's your life passion? You know, people, have, you have a mission statement, don't you? You have kind yes. of like a life mission statement. I don't have one of those. I know people that do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put it into like kind of like a flyover of categories. Mm-hmm. So my relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. my relationship with my wife, mm-hmm. my relationship with my family. So God, husband, father, um, church, mm-hmm. like so my relationship with other believers. Um, but that would all fly under, not under the umbrella of, but like, Coatesville, the city of Coatesville, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like has, you know, people say like they have a calling on their lives for something. Mm-hmm. My first clear calling on my life mm-hmm. was that God wanted me in Coatesville mm-hmm. before ever being a pastor, mm-hmm. any of those things. Like I just knew I wanted to be here and serve here and love here and all those things. And so if you that that would be my mission statement some yeah. somehow under like God's called me to a specific people mm-hmm. a place um to keep my eyes focused on him to be the husband that he wants me to be mm-hmm. the dad that he needs that my kids need me to be um in community with people that are driven by the same things wow so I'm gonna put my coach hat on yes sir did you notice how many times you said relationships? I didn't, but <laughs> looking back. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which I think, all right, so I look at like our our assignment and our it and our tugging yeah. as two different things. Yeah. So if we want to go to Matthew 14, Jesus tells the disciples to go ahead and get in the boat, go to the other side. That's yeah. assignment. Yeah. But Peter, realizing in the midst of this storm situation, there's something that's compelling Peter to yeah. say, look, if that's you, Lord, like- we're terrified at seeing this thing. There's some scary things. Yeah. Right. That I'm not sure, Lord, if that's you or not. Right. But if it is you in this scary situation, even in a situation like I'm compelled to go ahead and move forward, yeah. I identify that as, as an area of it. Yeah. So even if relationships, if relationships is your assignment pertaining to that, there is multiple it's and that can be seasonal. It is not just one one yeah. thing, one time yeah. where you're like, look, in this particular situation, like I've seen you operate like. I'm hearing what people are saying about youth. I'm hearing what people are saying about this and that. You're like, I come up against those situations. So I'm not just going to talk and say it. I'm going to actually go to the schools yeah. and I'm going to mentor in that area. Because my it, no matter what they're saying, is a storm particular situation. Yeah. I see that that's Jesus yeah. out there. And that's the one. They weren't scared of the storm when I'm yeah. looking at the area of that necessarily. They're, they're used to being on a boat. Yeah. They're seeing Jesus out there. Look, something that looks impossible. Something that seems... I'm preaching now. But... Yeah. I, <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Keep you got, But it's that point that hits yeah. you when you're like, look, I know there's other leaders around, but this thing is for me to step forward within yeah. that and move forward, right? Yeah. And so I see those things as different. So coming from that area, though, when seeing the clarity, when you're saying my relationship with God, my relationship with my wife, my relationship in church, my relationship in community, like it's relationship even yeah. through the, the primal... Um, yeah. What is it? Primal yeah. that book that yeah. we go we go put out there. It hit Primal it, questions. Yeah. Primal questions. Yeah, is connected to relationship. Yeah, and I think that that's power. When we know that, we understand that, then we can be what that is, yeah. and we can operate to the fullest. So you're connected. It makes perfect sense. The evangelist. Some people may say that's in you and on you around you, but it's connected to people. Yeah, that's what you see Jesus doing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, powerful man. I'm proud of you, man. And it drives you. You know. You're amazing. So, thank you, man. You're, you're a blessing, man. <laughs> you are too. Can we lighten this up a little bit? <laughs> Please. I got a little, uh, a little special segment I'm gonna put out there. Okay. Lanisha just loves me right now. <laughs> Ain't that right, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call this Jordans and Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know where I'm going before you no, like with that. Like, but I got the t-shirt. <laughs> but you, you do got the shirt though, right? So I gotta ask the question. You can't lie. We we this is going to the world. I just need to know. Have you ever copped a pair of Jordans that were fake, but you knew that nobody could tell that they were fake and you still rocked them as authentic Jays? You got, you got it, you got it. This is, this is for the people, man. You, 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 this, I know your reputation, man. I've said Jordans specifically. I said Jordans, okay. Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just gonna say next question. <laughs> Yeezys, yes. Uh, I just, I protected you, right? I just said Jordans, right? <laughs> yes. But okay, so, so, so that's that's that. That's that's true. All right, so. People who don't know you, mm -hmm. how many pairs of sneakers do you have, man? I don't know. It's it's, it's probably fifty pairs. But if you're looking like the the world <laughs> of him get a little if bit. you look in the world <laughs> of sneakerheads, that's really not a lot in the world of sneakerheads. Uh, as a couple of amens that probably would say that, like Keisha might be watching this. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's light work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have some ones that I really like that I've always wanted mm -hmm. or like that were meaningful in my life and, mm -hmm. you know, like meaningful in my life, but like, like the cement three Jordans, the black cement threes mm -hmm. were like my favorite shoe of all time. Mm -hmm. So I have those in my collection, right? I had them several times throughout my life. Um, Jordan ones, it was the first pair of Jordans I ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember my, my mom and dad used to have the coastal basketball team up at our house all the time. So I remember, like, I have memories of, like, seeing those guys in our basement playing pool, mm -hmm. rocking Jordan 1s, rocking Nike Terminators. And I remember them lacing up my first pair of Jordan 1s, wow. right? Uh, and and so, like, those are, you know, they're just, like, memories that are attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I like to collect Jordans. I have some other shoes, but mm -hmm. um, Jordans. And I have some ones that, like, I would call, like, my grails, my holy grails of... <laughs> of uh collector's items and then just like regular you know ones that i like you yeah. know colorways that i like and mm -hmm. i like authentic colorways um what, is, I, what does that mean for people who aren't sneakerheads would you what um you mean? just like if they're a um if they're a re-release there's a lot of re-releases that have you can get any 
any color way you can think of nowadays. But mm-hmm. it was really like the shoes that Jordan wore on the court. Hmm. Is really what I have. Mm-hmm. Like I really like. Okay. They're my favorites. Okay. And then there's a, like I got a pair of fours on right now that is just he never wore this colorway. It's a different, but I like the colors. Right. right. So if it has coats full colors, I, in I was going to say it's, it, that's connected yeah, to community. Red, People black, you, white, gray. Get, it's yeah. going to give you that. Okay. I don't, I don't wear anything with blue and yellow. Hmm. So that's not allowed. Not allowed. Yeah. Okay. But um. <laughs> Any other colorway I'll go with, <laughs> as long as it matches my outfit. <laughs> well, let's test. Let's test your mind. What? What? Do I have Jordans on right now? Yes, I do. Which ones? I'm trying to think what I said. I'm, I'm just saying, true sneakerhead. They they see them. They scan them. Where are they at? Oh no, I gotta look. I gotta look again. You don't know because I I'm mixing I up yesterday and today. I know you had ones on yesterday. You had the burgundy, burgundy white and gray ones on yesterday. Okay, right. So you that's what you want to lock in. But I'm thinking ah! by your sweatshirt, you probably have you might have them on again today. Can I look? You gonna lock it in? No, <laughs> oh. you gonna lock it in before you look. I'm gonna lock it in. You gonna lock it in? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. He passed the test, y'all. He passed the test. All right, I got one more, and, oh, it, and this had nothing to do with sneakers, though. But it's another passion that we have, that we share. In ministry and life and, and, and all, all that we do, right? So I need to know this from you. <laughs> this is pertaining to a particular eating place. Are you ready? Yes. You know where I'm going? Yes. I need to know. The people need to know. This is why they logged in. <laughs> this is the reason why. If Chick-fil-A was to start selling beef and open on Sundays, <laughs> would they be insane? <laughs> Yes. One, for one, I don't eat beef. <laughs> so I hold that against them. Open on Sundays, I wish so badly they were open up on Sundays, man. So that has, yeah, but um, Chick-fil-A, man. Yeah, we might like, leave here and get, and get some, man. Man, the what? Holy Spirit is, has breathed out on the Kathy family that uh. invented that chicken sandwich. And that Chick-fil-A sauce. I would love to say that they sponsored this episode. And if you're watching, <laughs> and y'all can contact me before we actually air it, we'll put that in there pertaining to that. People get mad at me because they see me in the like the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Suppose like I go through the speedy one where you can order in advance. And uh, there's a couple of people on Facebook that were like, get mad at me for waiting in line. Why? Like, why don't you just walk in? Uh-huh. And then like they think that's the only thing I eat. Now, mind you, I only go to Chick-fil-A maybe once every two weeks, mm-hmm. once every couple maybe yeah maybe even more than that but the cranes family likes chick-fil-a what is your uh member status oh i am on the app um, whatever the hot gold standard is i forget what it's called signature signature yeah signature status is easy ladies and gentlemen that means that you have had ten thousand points from the app and um oh yeah i got about twenty thousand points right now they need to invite <laughs> and invent a higher level for you I also am signature as well, so so yes, the points the points be nice pertaining to that that level right there, man. I love it. Um, so I need to know Chick Fil A sauce or Polynesia. On my man, that's hard. It just depends what I'm in the mood for. It's like Jordans. Do I feel like wearing threes today, or do I feel like wearing wrong fours answer? Sent <laughs> wrong, right? Um, Chick Fil A is always my go to. The sauce. The sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce is always my go-to. 
Now I can like fries. I love in the Polynesian. Like it just like that's always my number one and number two. So that's gonna be in there, no matter what. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. it's gonna be both. But Chick Fil A sauce no is bar- gonna be my first. Not the barbecue. Not the bar. I mean, what about the smoky? Uh, what is it? Come on, I'm thinking about uh, uh, Keisha, Coral, and all of them. It's 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 a sauce. <laughs> oh yeah, that. it ain't quite make it. Is it? It's not honey. a honey. It's called a honey roasted something like that. Yeah, Come on, yeah, something yeah. like that. What about that one? I put that on my wrap yesterday. I, at the thing that was good. That was good. That I was changed good. somebody's life. Somebody, somebody found Jesus when I gave him that <laughs> that sauce yesterday. I felt it right there. Yeah, it was good. That was good. That was That's just a very important part of the. Pod. I don't know if y'all got anything else <laughs> pertaining to the podcast, but that was very. They got very... the avocado lime ranch or whatever that's on the salad. Yeah, that's, that's can... my mom's thing. Yeah, I, I like ain't go there yet. I like it. Lanisha's a no, no, no. Why avocado? Chick Fil A got the sauces. They man. got the sauces, man. They, but if they go beef. Yeah, I don't know what they have to offer. Why do the, restaurants do of... that, though? Why do you notice that? Like, I know you came in here with a certain cup. I ain't gonna keep going on, but that particular company, yep, stick to your main thing. Stay what you're good at. Why? Why? Don't go outside of your sphere. Mm. You know, it's like uh, Taco Bell coming out with French fries and all that kind of stuff. Although McDonald's did their thing with the fish sandwiches back in the day. I haven't had one for about 15 years, but... Yeah, I'm kind of banned from McDonald's right now, so... <laughs> We're going to change the subject because that might put a new uh, no, we out a, a new thing about. on there, talking about all the food and stuff. <laughs> all right. Excuse me. Let's get back to it. All right. So we have something we call Elevate in Your Element. All right. And then from there, I want you to give some of your social tags as well. So okay. get that stuff together after this. But Elevate in Your Element. <clears throat> and so we're not physically in your, your element, but we've talked all about the element and we can get there. Okay. Yeah. But... um. This is what I want to talk about. We about to go deep a little bit. Yeah. All right. So when I think about you, I think about church. I think about community. And we've heard of the term before church hurt. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Anybody, if if you've identified with that, you can say yes. You can put that in the comment section as well or just nod your head. All right. So that if you've never heard that term, God bless you. But um, that primarily is referring to like congregation, like a person who experienced some type of hurt from a pastor, leader, church body. And a lot of times that results from, you know, a bitter taste in somebody's mouth about the the church. All right. So. I'm not judging any of that. I don't know anybody's story. Yeah. I'm not going with all that, right? Yeah. Do I believe it's real? Absolutely. Um, and we're praying for anybody who's experienced those things. But with that being said, I want to know from your perspective, is there such thing as pastor or leadership hurt? Absolutely. <laughs> and if so, what does that look like? Um. Here's the thing about relationship. You know, if I'm driven by a relationship, I want relationship to be reciprocal mm-hmm. both ways. And I think a position of leadership, a position of whether it be pastor, business leader, you know, a lot of times we pour in, right? And, um, or we become a listening ear or we become the counselor especially in ministry settings, you become Mm -hmm. the listener, the counselor, the advice giver, the shoulder to cry on, all those things. Um, Sometimes that's not, you're not given the opportunity to um, return that Mm. to your congregation, to whatever. Yeah, your clients. clients. Mm -hmm. And so that's hard, Mm -hmm. right? And so... um, 
And in, in I'm going to say my line of work, but mm-hmm. in my line of work, I think you're dealing with a lot of hurting people. Mm-hmm. People do carry church hurt, mm-hmm. past pain, um, you know, trauma. I think trauma is the biggest thing that the culture, but the church is, you know, is really going to have to address wow. in the next few years because um, everybody has so much trauma, mm-hmm. right? I mean, think of the Gen Z and, you know, uh, that demographic of people, they've had to walk through stuff that you and I never had to walk through. Right. You know, they walk through crazy elections. They walk through racial tension in America, um, police brutality, a pandemic. Uh, you know, you just go down the list, shut government shutdowns and all that. And they had to navigate that in very instrumental moments in their lives. Mm-hmm. So they're carrying all that into, um, and if you're coming to, if they're coming to you with a, to be a shoulder to cry on, to be a area of advice, you know, it almost puts you in a position as a leader mm-hmm. or a coach, you know, whatever you want to call it of like, they're coming to you hoping that you're going to fix mm. what's been broken. And that's just like, a, a lot of times it's unmet expectations, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's hard. I can't fix everything. I Do I have a desire to? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do I have a desire to speak truth and joy and peace and hope mm-hmm. and contentment into your life to see the pain be diminished? Yes, mm-hmm. but I might not be able to do that. So that expectation, when it's unmet, you know, hurts. It hurts, sure. you know, and um, <clears throat> and people say hurtful things, yeah, you know, and sometimes the relationships that you pour yourself into, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can come back to that person like. Well, thank you for sharing how you feel, mm-hmm. but this is how I'm feeling. But like sometimes your feelings really don't matter yeah. in the moment. You have to really weigh that um, and be okay with that. Wow, you know, and not put the blame on that person because mm-hmm. that person might not be where we're at mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, but you carry that burden, mm-hmm. you know, and you carry that weight. Yeah. And you're like, man, what about my hurt and my feelings and my pain and my brokenness? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you would, care about it? <laughs> what would you say to the person now? I'm not even saying just the leader or the pastor. Maybe somebody experiencing whatever church hurt, business hurt, anything. Just hurt, just pain yeah. in this season. Um, like, what would you say to them far as how can be some steps to start towards healing? Yeah. Um. I think you need to start within your own heart, right? And be at peace about what has happened to you. Not to fix it, not to like, but you need to be in a position where you're saying, I'm ready to move on, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes we move on without, you know, with not being in a position where we're able to do that. Mm. And so we carry that pain and that burden and that brokenness and what's been done to us um, into the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think counseling, therapy, mm-hmm. <laughs> relationship, mm-hmm. to begin to work through that process of making sure your heart is healing, because it's never going to be healed, mm-hmm. right? But I think some, so many times we push stuff, mm-hmm. right, yeah. away, mm-hmm. and there's no such thing as a way. <laughs> mm. Wow. And so- um, What do you mean by that? <clears throat> 
There's no such thing as a way. It just, uh, I heard it said one time, like, you know, we have these, we like our, if our bodies, if our mind and everything is a, is a house, Mm -hmm. right. We all have that room that we throw all our junk into. Mm -hmm. Like even in our house, we do, we have, you have the like junk drawer, you have that closet, you just like, you know, and in our lives and our emotions and all that, we have that room that we never want to visit. Right. That's where all the crazy stuff has ever happened to us. Um, it stinks in there. It's old in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, but it's there, right? Until we get to a place where we're willing to open that door mm-hmm. and begin to deal with that stuff, to begin to clean it out, right? That's always going to be, so it's always going to be there. Yeah. Just in another room. It's just another room. <clears throat> gotcha. You know, you cannot go there, mm-hmm. but it's there. Yeah. Until we open that, that open up that door and begin to unpack the trash that's in there. Yeah. And what's stinking and this, you know, the the stuff that we've tried to just hide. Yeah. So nobody can see when they visit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but once we begin to do that thing, it gives us another room in our house. So like, man, I never knew this room looked so nice. So you in in other words, you kind of saying deal with your trash. You got to. <laughs> You have to, and it doesn't happen overnight, right? Yeah. It doesn't. So it's like easier said than done, Josh. Sure. I know that, right? Yeah. Um, but until we're willing to, you know, mm-hmm. sit in our emotions and sit in our pain and sit into our feelings, mm-hmm. right, um, and deal with them, you know, we we're going to carry everything mm-hmm. into our next relationship. We're going to carry the thing, everything into our next job. We're going to carry everything into our next ministry we're going to carry everything into our next church because we we got hurt by that church Mm -hmm. so we either walk away all together or we i'm gonna go to some place where i'm not hurt well that Mm -hmm. you're still carrying all that hurt yeah you know and so you're you're still gonna have that unmet expectation yeah um and so so you have to have people to help you unpack it well that's good i'm glad that you're saying that because we don't want anybody to operate by themselves again we're not licensed therapists on here we're put that out there all right and so you know i just read some books yeah i stayed at a holiday express or whatever that commercial (laughs) is look so you know we're sharing this for the purpose of you know just education and you're getting different perspectives so you know if you are you know taking medicine if you are seeing therapists different things like that like so you're professional pertaining to those things but um our encouragement just is that you don't walk alone alone um yeah. in this time and that you do some self-evaluation um and that can be healing done the right way that can be yeah. encouraging that doesn't have to be low and it's not to say how horrible you are or we are as individuals sometimes yeah. the word sin in the greek means to miss the mark and that's yeah. the thing that like really hits me with things it's like we all have missed the mark yeah like yeah. we all have missed the mark, so to yeah. speak. But I love that there's an area of realignment. And I think yeah. that this is that part where some of us can look at ourselves, do the self-examination, look at our part. Um, it, being married, right? You got yeah. almost 18 and we have 16. And it's that area of just realizing that I have to look at me. If I'm hurt by yeah. Lanisha, I can project on her. Yeah. But- I have to still look at me. How did I get myself in this situation? What happened? What's the patterns? What's what's the situation with, with and all that? And then from there, I'm able to kind of move forward. Then forgiveness, we talked about that a little bit in a meeting yesterday, forgiveness and reconciliation. And the forgiveness comes in. And for me, forgiveness is just the willingness to, to move forward uh, beyond that offense, right? 
Um, some things I believe don't necessarily have to be reconciled depending on the health of the situation, but there needs to be a level. I feel like to be, look, I'm at that place to willing, willing to forgive. There's some people that we have pain with and they're in the grave. You're not going to get the, I'm sorry. I'm not, you're not going to get any of that stuff, but you can forgive even for you and you can forgive for, if anything else, just a representation of what God has done even for our hearts and our yeah. minds, right? Yeah. And so I think that those parts too, the first step, even if you guys are hearing what Josh is saying from from my perspective is like, we got to look at self yeah. and then align ourselves with a good team yeah. that can help us, whatever our health team is to move forward and get yeah. that breakthrough. And like full transparency, like I'm on medication. I have a counselor, you know, I need people in my life that are going to walk alongside, walk alongside of me. Like, and, um, because of all those things, like, and taking all those things serious, like I'm, I feel like I'm in a place in my life where even if the world is falling apart around me, Mm -hmm. there's still some things that I can grasp onto Mm -hmm. and move ahead with. Um, and, um, and it's been a journey mm. of navigating brokenness, mm. um, navigating pain, and and my life's been pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, I, I don't even have, a, a, you know, a glimpse of what many people have had to walk through, mm-hmm. right? And so, I'm speaking of from a position of like I've been privileged mm-hmm. in my life to have the life that I've had, mm-hmm. right? And so, I haven't had the same journey that you might have or somebody else might have, right? And it might be a lot harder to get to, you know, but I'm still a work in progress, right? Until I realize and look in the mirror and see how broken I am, right? And how much, how desperate I am. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't think we can move forward and we can't help others, you know? And so um, it's our passion, what, what drives us to do what we do. And somebody wants... Um, Describe passion, define passion as a willingness to endure the pain for something greater than the pain. Mm. Right. And so what can we do? Right. What are you willing to endure the pain? Because it's painful. Mm-hmm. Right. For something greater. Wow. Right. Your passion is what drives you. Your passion is your it. Mm-hmm. Your passion is your inner tug. Mm-hmm. You know, there. it's... um but like in order to get to where God wants you to be, you have to be willing. And because I'm a pastor, mm-hmm. we call the cross the passion of Christ, mm. right? He endured the cross, despising its shame, but is now seated at the right hand of God the Father mm-hmm. in heaven, right? He endured the pain of the crucifixion, of shame, of being mocked and spit on. He endured the pain and the weight of all of our sin upon himself. Mm -hmm. But it's something greater that you and I have an opportunity (laughs) to respond in faith to him. He endured the pain for something greater than the pain. What a, what an an incredible example for us, but it never, he said, take this cup from me, but what he, (laughs) it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. He still endured it. Yeah. You know, and we have to endure the pain Mm -hmm. knowing that if we endure the pain, there's something greater on the other side that God has for us um, wow. <clears throat> that can transform our lives. Wow. 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 So for some pain may be a part of the process. 
And so thank you for sharing that, Josh. Thank you for your time and what you've given. Um, I want the people to be able to follow you on social media. And so can you share some of your handles or uh, what you got going on, where they can find you? Where can the peeps find you? Instagram and Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I'm on Twitter like twice a year. Ah. <laughs> um, just Josh is my Twitter handle. Okay. Or X handle, whatever you want to call it now. Oh, okay. Um, but Josh Cranes. Okay. Instagram and um, Facebook. Cool. Yeah. What's the name of the church? Providence Church Coatesville. Okay. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram too, Providence Church Coatesville. Providence CV. Mm-hmm. Um, easy, fine. Sunday night, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. What yep. about coaching? Uh, coaching myboulevard.co. Okay. My Boulevard Company, I guess. Um, my Boulevard, you can look You can look up my profile. Okay. And then and, they can contact you that yeah, way. Yeah, and contact me that way. Yep. Love it. Love it. One more thing. I want you to leave us with uh, just a word of encouragement, something from your heart and mind that, um, that we can take with us throughout this rest of this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's what I'm wrestling with right now in my own life, and I think it's an encouragement. It should be an encouragement. I hope it's an encouragement mm-hmm. to those that are listening. Um, I'm learning the gift of contentment in my life, right? I have all these hopes and dreams, <laughs> all these desires, all these expectations of how I want to see God work and what I want to see him do and what's next, what's the next phase of ministry look like and, you know, um, you know, like building stuff, all those things, right? And I know that God is faithful, mm-hmm. right? The Bible says even when we're faithless, he remains faithful. Mm-hmm. He can't deny who he is. Mm-hmm. And so God is faithful, right? I think whatever state we're in, they're with to be content. That's mm-hmm. what the scripture says. Can we find contentment in that place? Knowing that he's faithful, right? And knowing that... um. He's going to continue to be faithful, even when we're not, right? We have a good God that loves us. He pursues us. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, right? I said on Sunday night, he chose you before he even touched a finger to creation. Mm. That's crazy. That should blow us away. Mm -hmm. That's love right there. Mm. And so, um, and can I have patience and contentment and just waiting on his will, his way, um, knowing that he loves me yeah. and knowing that he's going to be faithful. And I think a lot of people are in a phase in their life right now. Most of us are, right? Mm-hmm. Or we're in a, you're in a holy pattern. Mm-hmm. You're in a what's next. Mm-hmm. You're in a, can I trust the Lord for what's next? And like I said, we got to hit the pause button. <laughs> um. So my, my encouragement to the to listener today would be, can you hit the pause button mm-hmm. and look at your life and say, am I content? on where he has me Mm -hmm. Um, and am I, can I exercise patience for what he has next? Yeah. Um, Because there is something next, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's something greater for those that are willing, have the willingness to endure the pain for something greater than the pain. I love it. And so, yeah. Thank you. I would say, Continue to press on. Thank you. Thank <laughs> He's you. faithful. Thank you. As he comes to his, his clothes, right? No. Um, 
I'm so grateful for your gift, who you are, your friendship, um, just who you are. Um, so many blessings on you and Jordan and the whole family. Um, and so you guys heard his handles. Find Josh on social media. Uh, don't go to Twitter or X because you only get one or two posts a year. But you can find him on Facebook and find him on Instagram. You can find yeah. the ministry on both of those. And you can also go to uh, myboulevard.co, I believe yeah. that you said, pertaining to uh, the coaching. Um, and just connect with Josh yeah. if you aren't already. I'm sure whatever we have as far as conferences and different things like that, we stay connected. So yeah. we'll definitely have you on those realms. And we do life together as well. So thank you. I appreciate you, man. Love yes, you to life. Um, grateful for you. Grateful for all of you guys. Um, it's not too late to go ahead and share this. this. If this blessed you, encouraged you, share this episode with somebody who can get some uh, some mic drops and some moments. And it's not too late to drop your, your, your icon and what you got. What did you get from this episode? What's some of the main stuff? Put it in the comment section. We love you guys. You're awesome. And uh, we'll get at you next week.